Hey, we're back. Um, we took a pretty long break, but we got another show now. And this week we wanted to kind of talk about uh, the paranormal. I've always been interested in the paranormal, um, ghosts and stuff like that. We've uh, been to a couple different uh, investigations out with a couple groups, and we really enjoyed it and thought we, everybody kind of has a couple stories. Uh, we kidnapped our first guest since... Uh, we kind of started this, I guess, and he is a special one. <laughs> yeah, do you want to introduce yourself? This is Rhett. Yeah. What's it? Yeah, I'm Rhett. <laughs> Way to introduce yourself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm Rhett. That's. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few stories tonight. <laughs> a few things that uh, went on paranormal, everything. This is uh, it's gonna be a great show. So uh, here we go. Yeah, I heard you grew up in Price, right? Which is scary enough, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't did. Didn't you have something happen down there? I did. Uh, back when I was a teenager, we used to uh, drag Maine, you know, Price, and it was like, uh, wasn't even a mile long, so it was a quick <laughs> drive. Anyway, we were sitting there at this uh, tire shop, and... Uh, did you hitch up the wagons and drag Maine? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Mm. Anyway, we... Uh, was sitting across at this tire shop and uh right across the street was a morgue and uh we were uh just sitting there one night and all of a sudden the doors flew open at this mortuary and this i don't know if it was a person or or what it was he come hopping remember price was uh it was a four lane this guy come across the street bouncing on one leg three hops he was across the street. I remember the the guy that we were sitting there and uh, riding with. God, I kept telling him, "Open your truck! Open your truck!" We was trying to oh, he's trying to unlock his truck so we can get in there and hide, you know. And anyway, so we're sitting in his truck, and this this guy is right there at the sidewalk. He bends down, and he picks up a rock, and he bites this rock. I ain't shitting you. He bit this rock right in half, and we're like, "Oh fuck!" You know, let's get let's get the hell out of here. You know, let's get the hell out of here. The guy opens up his his black he was he was his face was all painted. He was painted white. He had black circles around his eyes. And uh he uh his face was pure white. And he opens up his coat and he has all kinds of like saws and you know like knives and shit in his coat. And we're like, oh shit. So the guy starts his truck up. Well the guy boom 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 boom. And he hops back across the road. Well, the cop comes by, and we're like, stop. We stop the cop, and, you know, she stops and says, what's going on? I said, oh, my God. So we told her the story, and she goes over there, and she's driving around. They're driving around the mortuary and everything else, and they can't find him. And he went back into the mortuary. And anyway, she comes driving by, and she says, well, I can't see him. And I said, oh, my God, he's right behind you, you know. So anyway, they, they finally caught the guy, Okay. The guy was escaped from the Provo Hospital, and he was in there robbing all the uh, jewelry, all the stuff, you know. He was robbing the, the the morgue or whatever. But I'll tell you what, that was one scary, wow, that was really scary. It kind of gave me creeps for a while. So he, the cop 
actually seen this person and then he was arrested and all of that like yeah this guy or whatever like yeah well, well, why how did he bite the rock i you know what i don't know he was a he was escaped from the like i said the provo hospital and you know the the, the lady cop you know after they arrested him and, and took mm-hmm. him in and booked him and all that stuff she come back over and she was talking to us about it you know because we were witnesses and shit and uh, I'll tell you what, I was pretty freaked out about that. It it scared the hell out of me. Well, no kidding. I I would imagine. I yeah, that was just another normal Tuesday and <laughs> price. That, yeah, yeah. And you wow. know what? We we never sat in front of dinosaur tire again. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah, I tell you what, that that pretty well freaked me out. And uh, another one I got is uh, <laughs> when. Uh, I had a dog. His name's uh, the dog. The dog's name was Coda, and uh, she'd always go to the door, and she'd bark once when she wanted to go outside and have to go to the bathroom. I was up there in my room. Nobody was home, or I thought my kids were home. Anyway, uh, I was talking to Rhett on the phone, and all of a sudden she barks, and I start, you know, I get out of my bed and I start, you know, I was watching TV. I start to get out of my bed. All of a sudden, I heard the door open. I heard the door shut. I thought, oh, okay. Well, my, my son let her out, so no big deal. So I go back up there, and I'm laying down there, and I'm talking to my uh, son on the phone. All of a sudden, I hear my other son's truck come pulling up the road. And I go to the top of the stairs, and I look down there, and he comes walking in there, and he goes, well, how long has Coda been out? And I says, I don't know. When did you let her out? And he says, Dad, I've been gone. I just pulled in here. It was weird. Somebody <laughs> opened the door, put her on the leash, let her go out there and poop, pee, whatever she had to do. And then, you know, when my son got home, he let her back in the house. I mean, that was pretty Whoa. pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, I'd keep that one around if it does chores and stuff. <laughs> let the yeah. dog out. Does it vacuum and do windows? Yeah, yeah. God, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Well, you were saying that it, uh, you heard him uh, run up the stairs. It ran like Zach. Oh, that's right. Up yeah. Up the stairs. And then it opened up the door, let it go, let the dog out, and then it ran back down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Zach used to run up the stairs, and he'd hit like every other stair. You know, he'd haul ass up the stairs and stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what I heard. So I, I figured they were home. And after I heard the door slam, you know, it was a few minutes later, and then I hear his truck come pulling up the road, and he had a... A louder truck, you know, and I was like, "Holy hell!" So, yeah, it was kind of that was kind of freaky. Yeah, you know, I was talking to you on the phone when it happened. You're like, "Oh, I need to go let the dog out," and then you're like, "Oh, sounds like Zach already did." Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty pretty freaky. I got uh, one more to tell you about. Uh, this is about my oldest son. Uh, he was maybe seven, six, seven years old. And we was at this uh, place over there in Orem. And uh, my youngest bud, my youngest son, he was in his crib right next to us. And uh, the, my oldest son, he come over there and he crawls in to bed with us. And he asked if he could sleep in there. And I was like, yeah, 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 lay down, shut up, whatever, go to sleep, you know. And all of a sudden, I, he lays down and I can feel him crawling towards the edge of the bed. He starts crawling on his hands and knees, and he's he's like, and I could feel him crawling, and I look up, 
And I could see him like concentrating on something, but I couldn't understand it. And all of a sudden he starts this blood curdling scream. And I'm like, holy shit. My, his mom starts a blood curdling scream and I jumped up and I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea. I was scared shitless. I thought somebody was in the house Hmm. and you know, my oldest son, he was back by the pillows and screaming and so was his mom. I take off running because I got my youngest son, he's in the crib and so I'm holding, I'm like, oh my God, my middle kid is in his bedroom. And so I thought, I thought if somebody's in the house, I got to protect him. So I take off running as fast as I can through the house, okay? And all of a sudden, I hear my oldest son yell, Dad, you're running right through him. I'll tell you what, I about pissed a little. <laughs> anyway, I stopped for a second to hear if I could hear somebody running because I did not know. I run in there and grab my youngest son or my middle son. I bring him back to the bed, and we're sitting there, and we're trying to figure it out. You know, after I went and checked the, all the windows, the, the doors and everything else, and, uh, I, you know, I don't know what it was, but uh, it was a little ghost or something like that, you know, that he's seen, and uh, it scared the piss out of him. Holy cow. That would scare any of us. Well, weren't, I remember you telling me about a movie you guys had watched a scary movie? <laughs> yeah. And then there was something outside? Was that right? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember that one. I watched a, a show, and it had uh, John C- Cusack in it. And I, I can't remember the name of the show. But anyway, at the end of the movie, it was pretty freaky, you know. And... I go back up, you know, I was downstairs watching TV, and I head back up, and everybody, everybody else is sleeping in the house. I go upstairs, and uh, I stop there, my oldest kid, and I see the covers are off of him, you know, and I go in there, and he mumbled something, and I said, uh, what did you say? And he said, yeah, he said, is that kid still out there on the front lawn? And I said, what? And he said something about the kid with the claw. Well, I jumped from his his bedroom, you know, 30 feet, and landed in my bed. I was scared shitless. The end of the movie was a kid that walks up there, and he has one of those garden claws, and he ends up killing the lady. And when I went upstairs, I mean, my, my oldest son, he was asleep, and he talks about the the guy out there with the claw, the kid out there with the claw. And I jump in bed and uh, his mom says, so did you look out the window? Well, fuck no, I didn't look out the window to see if he was out there. Good God, I was scared shitless. I'm still peeing all over, you know? <laughs> did, she, did you ever look out the window? No, I did not. No? No, I, I pissed all over. I did never looked out the window. It It was weird, you know, that he had that. You know, but about the the kid, that was uh, just weird. Well, yeah, but, then he ride. Yeah, my oldest son, he always talked in his sleep, you know, so it was, it was kind of freaky, and it was kind of cool to listen to some of the shit he said, but some of the stuff was pretty freaky, and after watching that movie, 
Yeah, I didn't talk to him after I watched scary movies. I went right to bed. <laughs> we kind of had a similar one. Um, we lived up at um, the old house. It was uh, my grandparents' house. And we were watching a TV show. There was an old paranormal. Well, I guess it wasn't old. It was one of the original paranormal investigation shows. Um, this guy had gone in and... Yeah, it was one of the, like first paranormal investigation shows and this this group went into this people's house these people's house to investigate because they were having problems and they went in there they they did this night investigation and come to find out i guess this the young girl was possessed and i guess that i don't know that much about demonology or whatever else but i guess that's the big thing they do is you get them to say your name their name Get yeah. him to say the demon's name, if yeah. you know, whatever. Did you say demonology? Yeah. Okay. All right, I was just checking. <laughs> yeah, is, is it wasn't made word? up. That's real. Okay, okay. Um, but I, I guess I should say my wife's name is Piper. Okay. So we're watching the show. She hates these shows. Absolutely hates them. <laughs> and I'm watching it, and she's kind of in and out of the room. And they said, they're talking, and they're like, you know, tell us, tell us your name, tell us your name, and... Sure as shit, as soon as she walks into the room, they start, she starts, uh, the lady on the TV starts writing, like, in the air, like, the letters of the name. Yeah. And she's writing, and the guy, I am not shitting you, (laughs) with the wife standing there, the guy goes, Piper. (laughs) The demon's name is Piper, and she... I froze. She looked at me and she goes, are you shitting me right now? And oh, my God. I, I don't make the show. I, I didn't plan this. And she's oh. like, turn it off. We're done. I, she goes, I can't believe. <laughs> oh, it was terror. She, she still to this day is like, yeah, tell them about that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty freaky. Yeah, like I called that TV show and said, all right, here's her name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, her name's Piper. Go yeah. ahead and use it. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, leading off of that, uh, growing up, or my oldest brother, he uh, he was always terrified ever since that, that ghosty scene when he was younger. And so me and my other brother, we'd always... We'd always mess with them and uh, try to scare them and everything. And so the one night my mom, she goes and finds a black wig and she puts it on. And she goes starts crawling in there like the grudge, walking in there. And all of a sudden he starts screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like, thanks, I can't sleep at all tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So the rest of the night, all we seen was a flashlight kicking on every like minute and a half. He'd kick it on. Shine it around his room, make sure nothing was in his room, and I did turn it off. Every, every minute and a half, it didn't fail. Oh, yeah, that poor kid. He was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that ghost that did, that scared him. That scared him to death. He slept with the light on and everything else. It was, it was pretty sad. It took <laughs> yeah. him a while to get over it, you know. Yeah, yeah we, I, I haven't had any, like, standout, like, scary things happened like i said we've been on investigations i i love the paranormal stuff every you know paranormal caught on caught on camera or ghost hunter show i love them i'll watch all of them and that you know on the on youtube that's a 
rabbit hole and a half to fall down in seeing paranormal videos or whatever else, but I haven't actually had anything, you know, major, you know, come out while we're on an investigation or just at home. Like I said, a couple of the investigations we've been on, we have been on have been interesting. We went out to Merker, the Merker Cemetery out there, and that was that was pretty cool and, and interesting to see, see stuff. We kind of heard a couple of voices. We we took a recorder, a video camera out there, and was videoing. We heard some voices kind of in the background, but we were out there with a big group, so oh. you don't know if it's you know, contaminated oh. where somebody talking in the distance or whatever else, you know. And, yeah. And we went up to Provo. Um, I, I can't remember the name of it. I want to say Rock Canyon. I could be wrong. It's up uh, up behind the temple in Provo. Um, it's just a short little trail up there. And we went up there and did kind of an investigation. And investigation and it, it was really cool up there. I, they had, um, trying to think of the name of it, but it's um, Spirit Box is what they call it. It's on a bunch of the TV shows. Um, but it's the idea of it. Um, it's like a radio that's on a constant loop. It just it's like a scan. It scans all the radio stations. It's kind of like a white noise, isn't it? Yeah, it, just, it scans the radio stations and it picks up words. And it's supposed to be ghosts, paranormal, that say the words. You know, they're, they're, they use that to communicate. Yeah, and when we got there, the group had told us different spots. There was a spot up on the mountain. They said, you know, that guy is. There's claims that I, I don't remember what had happened, but um, why it, whatever it was, was over there. But the claim was, if you go over there at a certain time or, or at night, something will come running down the mountain towards you. So we never seen any of that, and. We went over and there was supposed to be a spirit of like a child over in this creek bed or whatever. And we got in there. We had some really crazy stuff kind of in the creek creek bed. Some interesting things happened while we were there. Nothing that we could, you know, video or show or whatever. But it was really, really, really odd feeling there. But there was another spot they said that years, I think it was in the 80s, that... Further up from where we were, well, I guess the parking lot is lower now. You go further up into the park, it's closed off, you can't drive up there now, but that used to be where you could drive to. And there was a little cutout, there was a parking lot, and there was a car park there, and apparently the cops had found this girl that had died in the car. She was, they figured she was murdered. Oh, jeez. In the, in, the, uh, in the car, excuse me. So we sat up there. And sat down in a group, and this was, you know, a big group we went with. And they had that spirit box thing, and they set it down. And that is the most activity I've ever seen happen off of that. I mean, you they were asking this asking it questions, and it was responding, like, you know, immediately and, you know, intelligently. And it was, they're asking, are you a male or a female? You know, you, you kind of have to, I guess it's not... I guess I'm wrong. It's not the spirit box. It's the um, I'm trying to think of it now. The um, I believe it's the EMF hmm. meter where it'll light up, and so you can ask it yes or no questions. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can tell it, and you always tell it. You know, okay, we're gonna ask you questions. Make that make that machine light up once for yes and twice for no, or vice versa, whatever you oh, pick. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
anyway, it was it was answering very consistently. We would ask a question: Are you male or female? And or uh, are you a male? And it would do yes or no. Oh, and then man. you'd say, "Are you female?" And it would do yes or no. And people would ask them, you know, are you, were you murdered or did you die or, or you know, how, you know, whatever. Yes or, it has to be yes or no. And um, it was really, really interesting. We got kind of the same down in the creek bed. Creek bed, like I said, the creek bed was more of a feeling. You get in there, it was like, it is midnight, 11, you know, midnight. It's, it's pitch dark. Oh, yeah. It's just around you. You can't see, like, five feet in front of you. You know, oh. you shut off the flashlights. There's a group of people there. But it's just, I don't know, it's an odd feeling of just everything around you. Like, almost like, like, the best way I can describe it is if you're, like, you felt if somebody turned the light on or turned a flashlight on, you'd have, like, 15 people standing around <laughs> you, you know? Oh, jeez. But it, it was kind of... Different. The Merker Cemetery was the same too. It was like odd. When we were at one of the graves, um, I think it was the one. There's one out there that was disturbed. Like it's a cemetery out there, and it's been dug up. Yeah. Like the grave had been dug up. People go out there and have oh. desecrated graves and different things. And oh, that's sad. I don't remember if it was by that one or by another one, but we were standing there, and they were kind of asking questions. Stuff was kind of happening, and I have got I got the just absolute undeniable feeling that someone is just standing right next to me and just like crowding me out just like you know moving in just as close as they can to you and and i am staring and there is nothing there and i am just like like this is a weird feeling you know and i kind of told the the group we go with has has kind of guides they, they've been doing this for a while so they can kind of help you and I and that helped a lot with with um, this sort of thing because you know like the the wife's gone and she she likes going now but it, at first she was very she didn't want to go she's like I just you know that's not my thing that's your thing that scares me to death yeah, I don't kind of freak her out yeah oh well, yeah well we found this group they're local they're kind of um, or well they're the same religion whatever. You know, they believe the same things we do and whatever else. And oh, yeah. So that made us feel better. We got out there going with them, and we, you know, it's it's very, and it's not scary. I mean, there's still scary ideas or, or, you know, scary aspects of it, but it's not a really frightening thing. It's very, you know, like they said, things can follow you home. Yeah. But... While you're out there, you have to tell them, look, you can't follow me home. You just have to stay here. And, <laughs> you know, you kind of say a prayer or whatever you believe. You know, it doesn't matter what or who you believe in as long as you, you know, say that or whatever. And it's, you know, we have, oh, knock holy. on wood, we haven't had anything follow us home. But but anyway, the, the Merker Cemetery was, was one that, and when just being crowded out, we had asked the guides, I'm like, hey, this may sound like a crazy thought here, but I am getting the severe feeling something is just, like, it didn't feel aggressive. It just felt like it was standing there and it kept moving closer and it just was like 
trying to figure out what you are type of a thing. Oh, you know, which yeah. is it's just really kind of odd feelings like that. It's it's kind of it's inter- interesting. We still we we go we go over chance we can you know when they this group has when we they did it out in Benson Mill out there in uh, um, not Stockton. I'm trying to think of what the name of it. Stansbury. Stansbury. Oh, out yeah. there by the toilet. It that was that was really cool. There's several buildings out there. We got quite. I think we got quite a bit of activity when we were out there with them on that one. We there was a school teacher in the schoolhouse, and a student that would talk back and forth on the little EMF thing to us. I, like I said, I love the paranormal stuff. I can. You know, I can go and watch those shows or whatever else anytime. I think that is, it's really awesome. But I've never had, and and I don't know, I'd probably shit myself, Go, you know, if I ever actually seen one just right there in front of me. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that, that'd be kind of scary, you know, uh, have one stand right, right in front of you or whatever. Uh, I remember uh, one time uh, I come walking out of my computer room. And I was going to my, to the, you know, to my bedroom. We were running there to the to pee or whatever. And I looked downstairs, and sitting on the couch, there was somebody sitting there. Well, I I walked right past him. I walked into the room and I went, "Oh shit, there's somebody standing there." Well, you know, my kids, all their friends used to come in all the time, so you know it was open house and all that stuff. So I figured it was one of them. I back back up and I look as I watch him just dissipate and it was like holy hell you know it was it, it kind of freaked me out a little bit but you know it, it it's not evil i don't feel evil i feel uh it's like a, a peaceful calm feeling just like so, a presence in the air yeah presence there with you but not harmful yeah yeah it's kind of easy easy peaceful you yeah. know yeah now going back to cemeteries i uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to go back to the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, don't want to go. You go there but, once, and that's it. Oh, you don't even want to go there once, but but uh, <laughs> people are dying to get in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I worked uh, for a company, and I was uh, working night shift, and it was quiet. There was no calls coming in. I uh, uh, was messing around on Google just typing in haunted places to go to up there in Salt Lake area. And so I'd type them in and I'd go to them since I had some downtime. So I uh, went to a uh, cemetery up there in Salt Lake up in the avenues. And there's a, a grave up there. I can't remember her name. I think her last name's Gray. But it says uh, a victim of the beast. And it has 666 on her headstone oh yeah, yeah I think so. it's Lillian Gray Lillian Gray yeah uh-huh. and I went up there and I took pictures of it and everything and I was gonna go back the next day and take pictures but they had cops all over there so I guess someone probably called the cops on me to when I went there to look at it <laughs> I mean oh. it was it was like two three in the morning I went to look at it so holy shit that'd be pretty scary huh yeah it was wasn't very fun it was kind of scary did you ever have like uh, feel like her presence is there or the presence or anything? No, I mean just being at the cemetery. That's when you have like the 
feel like everybody's staring at you and you <laughs> hurry yeah. and take the picture and jump back in the truck and haul ass out of there. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's kind of spooky. Yeah. Well, and you've heard the the legend or whatever you want to call it, the, the myth or whatever about the hearse in AF Canyon, right? Ooh, yeah, I've heard something about that. You want to tell it? Well, I've never done it, but... Um, where you go up to the top of, you go up Tibble Fork, up American Fork Canyon, and you get up to the parking lot, and you're supposed to drive around the parking lot of Tibble Fork three times, and then head back down, and all the way down, there's supposed to be a hearse that follows you all the way down and tries to force you off the road. (laughs) That has always been the story we have heard growing up, was... There's that hearse that follows you down. I have never had the guts to try it, <laughs> but we've always heard about that one up there. Yeah, that AF Canyon, that's, that's pretty scary, you know. You start driving up there, and it, if you look in your mirror, it looks like the trees are closing in on you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you're going forward, it looks like the trees are opening up to let you in there. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty scary. Yeah. yeah well, so. and they claim Ted Bundy had a cave up there. Yeah. That he, that's what know, I hear. Hit out or whatever. Yeah. You know, that could be a good next show is uh, you go up there and try that and <laughs> let us know how try that works live, out. A live spot from the Tibble <laughs> Fork <laughs> Reservoir. Yeah. Well, just come back and call. You know, come yeah, back and tell us. Oh, thank Yeah. I, yeah. I'll think about that. Yeah. That, that, that'd be pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> you know, if anybody has the guts to go try that, you know what? Write us a letter. Let us know how it turns write out. Write us a letter. <laughs> yeah. Write don't us a letter. call. Don't email. Write us a letter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> email us. Email us a little bit. You know, and tell us what you what you think. You know, and if uh, you was like uh, spooked or if it worked out or whatever, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, speaking about AF Canyon, <laughs> I do. We'd always go up there and do the Alpine Loop at nighttime, and I was with my my middle brother would always go up there and drive around and he uh you know i i got scared a little bit easy so he had always uh say oh and then he had he had a manual transmission and he had always like shut the key off when i wasn't paying attention and i just got done watching like the hills have eyes or wrong turn or something <laughs> oh jeez we'd be when he's like oh shit we're broke down and i'd start freaking out trying to lock the doors and <laughs> I remember about having a heart attack with him. But, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah right? if no. No, I was thinking if anybody wants to go up Merrick Fork Canyon there, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear. You'll go with them? Uh, no, no, yeah. I won't go with them, but yeah. I'd like to hear the results, you know. That would be cool. Well, there's so. a lot of, if you ever look them up, there's the most haunted places in Utah. There's, there's quite a few of them around. There's, you know, the PG High School. They claim is one, and, um, well, the Lehigh Hospital, that used to be there. I guess it's not anymore. Yeah. That was tore down, and yeah, there's a lot of them. I always heard about the pump house in Benjamin, but I've never been down to that one. That Lehigh Hospital, that was over by uh, that Hart, right? Yeah. Isn't Wasn't your dad born there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I, I know they turned it into a haunted house before they turned it, turned, uh, tore it down, and they said that there was an actual room in there that had real case files still in there and uh it like then one other room it just smelled like bandages 
So I, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's kind of freaky. Well, and talking of like files and that, um, there was. You guys have heard of Jay's Journal, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So it happened over here in Pleasant Grove. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I don't, I never read the book. I did not have any desire to read the book. Yeah, I, I, I didn't dare read the book. No, I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. In fact, I think I bought the book and gave it away or something. I can't remember. I didn't even read it. But Good choice. Anyway. Um, yeah. We were, I'd always heard somewhat of the story, but it was a, I don't know if it was true or not. I know that there was another book that came out later by his family that I think disclaimed everything that was put in the book or something. I don't know for sure. Oh. But anyway, it's it's the kid. It's a kid from a local town that um, I think he liked a girl that was into kind of the devil worshiping thing. And he got into it as well and was friends of his and him. Didn't they They die from stuff? Yeah, something like that. It's what I understand that the book is about. But he went to a local high school. Yeah. And it's a pretty big story, um, locally anyway. But somebody got a hold of the story, wrote a book about him. Yeah. And I guess there was his journals is kind of what the book was written off of what was going on when he was going through doing this, you know, devil worshiping thing, whatever he was doing. Yeah. But regardless, what my story I was getting to was is there's a friend of ours that worked for (laughs) the schools and he had to do some work in Pleasant Grove high school and he got down into the basement doing the work and he just happened to you know be down there looking and there was files of students from certain years all stacked up in the hall down there hall basement tunnel whatever it was and he found he he had read the book he knew the year Knew the kid's actual name. His name wasn't actually Jay, I don't think. It was something else. Yeah. Knew the kid's actual name. Well, he opened up the box, and he filed through it, and he's telling us this, that he found the grade, like the kid's grades, transcripts, this kid's transcripts in this box. Oh, yeah. And... He was reading them, keeping them, whatever else. But the weird thing was, is he said... The box they were in was the only box there, and it that had it had a dead bird sitting on the top of it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I'm like, and he told us about it. He goes, "Yeah, I read the the, the grades and read this." And I'm, he's like, "Yeah, it was kind of interesting. He was this this kind of student, and I'm like, why would you even play with that? Like, <laughs> that's like, you know, wouldn't a dead bird give you kind of a, you know, like a." Do not enter. Yeah, you would think, but he he did enter. <laughs> I'm just well, wondering, did he have good grades? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he I think he did. Wow, yeah, ooh, that's kind of freaky. Yeah, it, it was kind of a kind of a local legend type thing. Wow, I remember uh, your mom 
Uh, anyway, she used to. Uh, well, at least he remembers her. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my son, his mom, was reading the book, a Jay's journal. Oh, wow. One time. And uh, I remember her telling me a long time ago, she'll probably kill me for this, but uh, anyway, she was reading about it. She's reading it in her, in her room, you know, before she was married and all that stuff at her parents' house and stuff. And uh, it kind of freaked her out. So she got kind of scared. So she went and put the book at the top of her closet, you know, threw it up there, whatever, you know, closed it, threw it up there, and went back to bed. And she was just almost dozing off to sleep. When a big old ruckus happened in her closet, her I think her dad come running in, and anyway she was looking at the. They turned the light on, opened up the closet, and all of her sweaters that was on the top shelf had fallen down, and the book opened up where she left off. I mean that oh, wow. you know shit like that 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 Jay's journal that that's kind of freaky. Yep, it's like a. Ouija board. Yep. Just don't want to mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I understood. So the poor sap that took mine, <laughs> you can't get rid of it unless you give it away, and I gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's, you know, I I don't know. Shit like that, you know, I I, I do believe in, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You don't mess with evil. If you invite evil into your house, mm-hmm. I figure it'll come in, you know. No, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I've got ghosts in the house. I felt them since I was, you know, for a long time I felt a ghost in the house. But it's not evil. It's it's always peaceful mm-hmm. and everything else. Dig, dig, dig.